You're listening to Get the Skinny with your hosts, Brian Kilby and John DeLuna. This is Get the Skinny. It's the first episode of 2016. I am Brian Kilby and with me, John DeLuna. John, how's it going? Good, Brian. How's 2016 so far? Uh, since we're four days in, um, three days in, whatever. However, I, I can't do math. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not great. Not terrible. Uh, I've, I've mostly spent, <laughs> I mostly spent it playing Fallout 4, to be completely honest. I saw that. I saw that on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I am completely dreaming in Fallout 4. Like, I'm playing it on PC, so mm. mouse and keyboard. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have to, like, do an action, it's the... E key, so my brain, whenever I'm taking an action in the dream, it's me clicking that E key. It's so weird, and mm. I want it to stop, but I don't. I pretty much have to stop playing the game, and I don't know that I'm willing to do that. So, uh, hey, real quick question on that front. So, is uh, is it up to the hype? Is Fallout Four great? No, no, <laughs> it's not that great. Is it good? Yeah, I like it. Okay. Uh, I liked Skyrim better. Um, I didn't get into Fallout 3 or Fallout New Vegas. My friends who did loved it. Mm. But, like, by the time I was inclined to play it, it was kind of long in the tooth. Oh. Um, so, uh, Fallout 4, it's what I love about these games is I'm obsessive compulsive. Yeah. So, like, every single side quest that comes my way, I play through them. Hmm. And there are countless it's, it can it probably auto generate the uh, stuff i would not be surprised if it didn't just auto generate like the side quests since they're so generic oh so they're seemingly endless yeah man that kind of stinks that's kind of uh scumbaggy uh <laughs> but i like it and i i know but you're like are you ever going to finish the story so when I decide that I want to stop playing, I'll finish the story. I mean, I'm definitely far along where I could enough where I could finish it if I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I've got more than 100 hours. Well, I, I think I'm going to take over 100 hours tonight, so uh, in a month. Uh, mm. uh, going on two months, so. Mm. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. That's like, uh, I know you and I have briefly talked about, like, um, the stamina to play video games, how that kind of fades over time. Like, as you get older, you just don't have, like, I don't know, for various reasons, you just don't have the stomach to, like, sit there and just power through games for endless hours like you used to. But that's pretty good. Well, I can power through one game for endless hours. <laughs> you can't just, you can't have, like, a stack of carts. No. And just burn through them. No. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Hey, I, um, speaking of burning through video games, I went through in the last, I would say, week and a half. All three Uncharted games. Oh, really? Yeah, getting ready for the number four. And I, I hadn't... I had played Uncharted 1 ages ago, but I had never played the second and third one. So I powered through the um, like the HD remastering of of them. It was the, the PS4 bundle that I chose. And um, I got to tell you, I know they weren't like designed to be played back-to-back-to-back to back to back like this. They're probably all separated by at least a year and a half, if not more. Um, but my synopsis of the Uncharted series one through three is if you've played one, if you played any of the three, you've played them all. They're all very similar to a fault, like, uh, from a storytelling standpoint, from a pacing standpoint, they all share very similar beats 
and it's by the third one it's kind of it's kind of work slogging through it because you've played this game two times before and let me say this real quick the only one without spoiling it the only one that has like a true the only one that has a satisfying final boss fight is the second one and that irks me but but it's so cinematic it's too cinematic I, I, I would say well let me say this Uncharted 2 I felt of the three did the best job of balancing cinema with gameplay and uh, by the time you get to Uncharted 3, you're very much just kind of watching a movie and interacting here and there. And that was a little, a little bit of a downer, I must say. At least give me like, at least give me at least a few satisfying boss fights. And Uncharted 2 did that to at least a greater degree than the other two games. I don't know if it did it enough, but it, it did it to where I can, it did it enough where I could give it credit for giving me some, some satisfying fights. The other ones are just like movies. Okay, so two things. One, for the person out there yelling, don't talk about video games. We don't yes. do a video game podcast anymore, <laughs> people, so let us have this. Yes, yeah, so let's have our moment. And two, um, like I really – I kind of want a PS4, but there's nothing on it that justifies its purchase to me so that I can't get on PC. So, Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. PC and PS4 are so similar these days. Yeah. That's real tough. Sadness, yeah. sadness, mm -hmm. sadness. Sadness. Okay, so it's uh the the fourth of uh, it's the fourth of uh, January as we're recording yes. this, and usually uh, when I say retail stores, I usually mean Walmart because that's normally where I where people shop. That's where I go. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because I don't, you know, my nearest Target's an hour away. Sadness. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know. Um, but usually when I like on a New Year's, uh, New Year's a couple days after, Walmart is full of like displays of slim fast and oh yeah as seen on tv uh exercise equipment but mm -hmm. mine doesn't mine still has clearance christmas crap out uh that's surprising uh, the one thing the one tradition i have noticed kicking up or at least uh the diet and exercise commercials on tv those are definitely in full effect right now yeah. especially on espn yeah i don't watch a lot of tv so i don't know uh trust me those those are those have not gone away those are still a thing plenty of uh jillian anderson or jillian michaels jillian anderson i jillian would much michaels. rather see jillian anderson because <laughs> x files is starting this month the revival so yeah and i bet she still looks good right she's yeah. had a lot of work done though i think yeah probably, probably i think she doesn't look like jillian anderson anymore but uh but yeah plenty of uh, nordic track and plenty of slim fast and um uh whatever like eating like auto ship eating diet stuff food in the box programs you have um all being like hawked by former football players a lot of that right now yeah so um like i i don't do new year's res resolutions I, I don't really see any point in it but um i did pack lunch at work today mm -hmm. mostly because kim made me uh so i was sitting there eating the lunch that i packed and i noticed that everyone else at the table with the exception of one person uh in my nor my normal lunch crew uh packed uh, and it was like everyone was eating pretty healthy. So it's kind of <laughs> – uh -huh. I wonder how long until this uh, stop ends. So. Isn't the over-under on that about a month? Oh, that's 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 generous. I'd say like too much. a week and a half, two weeks. Wow. Uh, yeah, I guess, th I guess things can kind of like – the wheels can come off on any given weekend. That's usually when it breaks down, right? Yeah, like I made a point to bring apples, and uh, tomorrow I'm going to bring carrots and that's about the extent. Are you a horse? Are you bringing like just bundles of it? I like carrots. 
like by by like what kind of quantity are we talking about? Like a carrot here and there, or like a uh, it's like sack full. Nah, it's like uh, maybe fifty calories a carrot, so not your much. feed bag. No. Yeah. No, 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 like for me, if I can pack my lunch, I pack healthy. Sure, it's, it's just that if you know, like I, if the office has, uh, you know, a couple of restaurants and canteen and everything if i if i eat at work i don't eat that healthy so uh my new year's uh my new year's resolution really should just be to pack mm -hmm. no i don't disagree with that especially with um with how hard it is to make it's actually harder i feel like when you're cooking at home to make unhealthy stuff than healthy stuff like my wife tonight made lasagna it was delightful lasagna is a lot of work oh my god it's a lot to of work make. Yes. So that ain't happening very often. It's way more like likely that you would throw together like a turkey sandwich and than say like not, have lasagna. Yeah, and that's not bad at all. No. No, no, no. That's quite good actually depending on like whether you have chips or not with it. Like if you have like – if you just have the sandwich straight up and some water or even a diet soda or something like that, that's not bad. Yeah, I guess ultimately I'm not speaking to the person who whose dietary restrictions mean they need to eat 1,500 calories a day. Mm -hmm. But if you're like normal and you're eating 2,000, 2,500, a turkey sandwich is A-OK. -okay. But if you're a very small person and your basal metabolic rate's like 1,500 calories, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of SOL. Sure, you're going to have like half a sandwich. Yeah. For sure. You're the you're that person like uh like Willie Nelson. I heard um for a long stretch of his life. He's still living, so but anyway. Yeah. His his daily diet consisted of three plums. <laughs> That's what he ate. Like he he would eat a plum for breakfast and he would work on a plum for most of the day and then he would have his third plum for dinner. Three plums and a whole lot of wheat. But still, three <laughs> that's cal that's calorie restriction if I've ever heard. He was a skinny dude. Yes. He he is he's a skinny dude and he's seemingly gonna live forever, so who are we to argue? Yeah, I know. Right, well caloric uh, caloric restriction is one of the strategies for longevity. Yeah. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. And that and they're talking like restrictive. Nah, it's not like, oh I'll take the um I'll take the diet coke. Instead of the regular Coke. It's like, you're going to be hungry. Yeah. It's hardcore. So actually, uh, speaking of uh, packing, um, mm. I packed breakfast too. And Kim and I went out uh, grocery shopping last night, uh, which is really what led me to this. And I picked up something that I wanted to try and I wanted to tell you guys about it. It's a breakfast burrito. I saw it. It said protein lovers. I'm like, heck yeah. I love right. protein. Uh, you know, I, I really do. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. Yeah. And it, <laughs> I love fiber too. So the thing said, uh, 20 grams of protein and five grams of fiber. Look, well, that sounds great. And I picked it up <laughs> and it said protein lovers, functional breakfast burrito. I'm like, what in the hell does that mean? Yeah. Uh, it's a uh, vegetarian. Okay. It's not vegan because it has eggs. All right. But it was really good. Really? Yeah, it's a by a it's a brand called Sweet Earth Natural Foods, which is kind of hippy dippy sounding, and not something I would normally eat, but I really did enjoy it. The texture was a little weird, a little grainy. <laughs> I think it probably was loaded with quinoa, which don't get me wrong, I love quinoa, but overall, I would say that for a burrito that lacked meat, the texture was pretty pleasing. Huh? So was it like? frozen or refrigerated or what like 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 how did you how did you 
get like what how does it come it was form wise it, 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 prep wise it was in the frozen uh it was it was in a uh, plastic sleeve okay uh in the frozen foods okay and the thing i liked about it in the microwave at work it heated huh. incredibly thoroughly uh, all the good. way through uh you have to basically flip it over halfway uh-huh. uh the one of the um the tortilla came up loose a little bit and uh, just a little bit not bad and the piece that was sticking out got a little bit crispy, but it was pretty good. I mean, it was fine. You weave a story, my friend. Yeah, well, yeah. You paint the picture. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm a, I care about, you know, the foods that I <laughs> You're eat. You're thorough in your description. Yeah, it was, but it was really good and, uh, and really tasty. Um, I would totally get it again. And next week, I will tell you guys about the uh, other one I got, which had 17 grams of protein, and it's vegan wow yeah you guys are really going to town with the uh the hippie food i just picked it up. i mean it said it said protein lovers burrito i'm like yes, yes. that's me and i was just looking for uh breakfast foods like normally at work if i pack breakfast if my normal breakfast has as of late has been all just oatmeal mm-hmm. i'll just go microwave a bowl of oatmeal fiber city baby yeah but um uh this i'm like i want something different so that's what i went with and it was good. I'm glad as a marketer that the marketing got to you. That yeah. they, they picked the right word, protein, protein, to shout it from the mountaintops. But it's not like it was lying. It had 20 grams of protein. No, that's true. It. Yeah, that's not bad. How many calories? Uh, 260. That's good. I know. Yeah, that's great. Um, what color was it? Uh, so it was kind of – the uh, tortilla yeah. was uh, brown. Okay. And the innards <laughs> – the innards, the filling was very, very brown. <laughs> okay. Huh. All right. I, I I don't know if that's good or bad. Sometimes color can turn me off of like these um, new age manufactured foods. But brown, speaking as a brown person, I guess <laughs> brown, brown's not going to like, you know. I'm uh, down with brown. Turn me off. Yeah. That should be a shirt. Is that a shirt? It's got to be a shirt. I'm certain it is. Uh, well, like spinach, spinach tortillas that are obviously green can sometimes kind of weird me out. And it has nothing to do with the flavor or anything like that. Just some, There's just something about that or the orange ones. Uh, and I forget why they're orange. Maybe carrots in them or something. I forget. Anyway, the really like hyper color tortillas can sometimes just weird me out just a little too much. But brown, okay, I'll take it. And super brown innards is just a fun thing to say over and over. Uh, Brian, I've got some uh, some fast food news for you on the other side of the spectrum. Okay. And this is really interesting because this is actually a good old-fashioned gunfight between Burger King and McDonald's. And it starts tomorrow and today, the night of our recording. So basically starting January 4th and 5th. So by the time you listen to this, you'll have your options. You'll be able to go and do this, take part in this. McDonald's and Burger King are rolling out. Uh, kind of new versions of their value menus, Ooh. and they're um, squarely going against each other. So forgive me if you don't like numbers, but here are – it's all about the numbers. So Burger King – actually, let me start chronologically. Let me start with McDonald's. Starting today, January the 4th, uh, McDonald's has launched what they call a McPick – yes, they start everything with Mick still – McPick 2 menu. Ooh, I, I saw that. So that will allow customers to choose two of the following items for $2. They can choose a McChicken, 
a McDouble, mozzarella sticks, uh, or small fries. They can combine any of those two for $2. So a McChicken, a McDouble, mozzarella sticks, or a small order of French fries. I uh, I, I was actually went to McDonald's on uh, New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. It was the only place open and uh, at that time of day. Or maybe it was New Year's Eve. Um, I lose track. But uh, they had that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I haven't actually – my McDonald's here has never carried the mozzarella sticks, so I tried them. And? Uh, they were, they were terrible. <laughs> really? I, it's it's kind of hard to mess those up. I've heard people say that they're great. Yeah. And um, nah, th- these weren't. <laughs> Do you remember about how many you got? It's, it's in th- your th- three. Three? Three. I guess for a dollar. Yeah, it's a dollar. Whatever. But McDouble is a fantastic burger. Yeah, and you could get two, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that is the McPick 2. Now, in response, Burger King on January 5th ha- is going to launch or begin a five-item menu for $4. So <clears throat> the new uh, promotion includes a bacon cheeseburger, small fries, small drink, four-piece chicken nuggets, and uh, a warm chocolate chip cookie. So five-item meal, a five-item meal for $4. That's what you get. A bacon cheeseburger, small fries, small drink, four-piece chicken nuggets, and a warm cookie for $4. Wow. That's what that's, – that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, I mean that sounds like – let's see here. A bacon cheeseburger, fries, a drink – so that's a meal in and of itself, plus four chicken nuggets and a warm cookie for four dollars. I feel like I feel like we're getting to the point where like we've I'm gonna get hippie for a second. We've devalued food so much, it's ridiculous <laughs> I, at this point. I, I know. Uh like if I was super hungry and I, I had four dollars, I would either do that or go get, get like seven boxes of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Man, okay, so let's see here. So uh, let's see, Alex Macedo, president of Burger King in North America, the head honcho, I suppose, said the promotion builds on the company's, quote, strategy of bringing people into our restaurants with great tasting food at an accessible price point. I should say so. I should say so. Five items for $4 in response to the Mc2 and the Wendy's four for $4 deal which is also launched. So what, what do you get at Wendy's for $4? You get a junior bacon cheeseburger, four chicken nuggets, small fries, and a drink. Oh, that sounds better. So the, the only thing – so for – let's see here. So basically it's, it's essentially the exact same thing as the Burger King one without the cookie. So Burger King's throwing in a free cookie for the same four Look, bucks. I like Burger King, but for whatever reason at that price point, for the most part, I, I would trust Wendy's more. And yeah. I think McDonald's has has him beat here. I think that McDouble is a killer deal. You like you like spending a little bit less, like picking and choosing a little. I mean, those are fewer. You have it's a it's a pick menu, all the cart menu, but and it's like half the price. So you like that better? Yeah, yeah. If you're you know yeah, you get that uh, the mozzarella sticks, which I think is a nice alternative. <laughs> Three of them is a nice alternative to an order of fries, and the, uh-huh. and the McDouble is really good. And the McChicken is okay, but the McDouble is great. Is the McDouble – does that have cheese or is that just like two pad, two, oh, that, that, a double meat? It totally, totally has cheese. Huh. Interesting. It's effectively a double cheeseburger, but it has more toppings. 
Huh. The double cheeseburger is like onions, ketchup, mustard, pickles, and cheese. This is wow. like a more full-featured burger. You can get two of those for two bucks. Yeah. That's pretty pretty strong. Pretty strong. So, yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, by the time you uh, listen to this, uh, that's a cheap four two to four dollar-ish lunch for you. Head on out to Burger King, McDonald's, or or Wendy's, and you can have a a, a feast for for just four bucks. Not bad. I kind of want to do that now, honestly. <laughs> you just uh, forget the uh, protein lovers burrito, or, or I mean, uh, it, balance it out. If you're going to have that for breakfast, you've earned the right to go spend four large or uh, or two two large at uh, McDonald's and get your McDouble on. Yeah, I mean, like I had that vegetarian burrito. The lunch was basically a bag of apples. I'm like mm. Mr. Ed over here, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I could totally go for that. So uh, just to, to like round this out, one, just so you guys know, the like McDonald's is um, apparently testing the Mc2 menu for five weeks, but they've already expressed confidence that it will be a winner. So expect that to probably be extended uh, indefinitely. And then if you're a, a fan of pizza and also incredibly cheap food, uh, Pizza Hut on January the 4th, man, everybody's starting the, uh, the year out uh, guns blazing. Pizza Hut launched a seven-item value menu uh, in which each item is $5 if the customer purchases two or more. So the uh, so if you can you can get these these items are five dollars each if you purchase two or more and that menu includes uh, a one topping medium pizza, eight boneless wings, pasta, a double order of breadsticks, chocolate chip cookie pizza, brownies, uh, or uh, a four pack of Pepsi beverages. So among all that stuff, if you if you purchase two or more, they're five dollars each. So even Pizza Hut's kind of getting into the game. The $5 is clearly like a shot at Little Caesars, I feel. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. So eight boneless wings. I like their boneless wings. Yeah, you could get two for 10 bucks. So I, the, you get 16 wings for 10 bucks. The pasta scares me. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm, uh, the pasta anywhere, even like the pasta at, like, say, Domino's, or even like the uh, baked sandwiches at Domino's, it's too... Too much of a departure. I just don't. I can't. I can't do it. I wish they had gone with cheese sticks because their cheese sticks are actually really good. Oh, really? Yeah. Kim and I yesterday we actually just had lunch and we just ordered cheese sticks and I went to go pick them up. Uh, cheese sticks and marinara from huh. McDonald's, uh, probably from Burger King. Pardon me, Burger King. Really good. <laughs> Someday McDonald's. McDonald's. Uh, certain. Uh, they were testing pizza. I don't know if they all. all I don't know if if restaurants still have it, but uh, yeah, McDonald's had pizza for a while. Yeah, I think it's I think it's still um, available in some regions of the country. I I may have picked I may have had it before. I just forgot. Um, but yeah, um, five dollar pizza from Pizza Hut. So if I mean if that thing is not like sitting under a heat lamp for like twenty minutes, <laughs> yes. um, that's probably not a bad deal. Yeah, I feel like you can dramatically improve the quality of places like Pizza Hut, if you can manage a way to take out your pizza, like go pick it up yourself on the way home from work or what have you, uh, if that's convenient for you, it's going to be like significantly better because like you said, it's not going to be under a heat lamp or in the back seat of a Kia for like <laughs> 25 minutes. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about uh, like the Hutton now or not that, that's that's uh, Krispy Kreme, the Hutton Ready um, <sighs> pizza at uh, Little Caesars. I mean, it's I mean, it's it's been sitting there for a little while. <laughs> yeah, 
Yes. I mean, they toss it after a certain amount of time, but yeah. I, I, I am not afraid to say that, even though I am definitely someone who's aware of great pizza. I recognize there's great pizza in this world, and it's on another level uh, versus fast food pizza or, or really just even most mom and pop shops. There, there is greatness out there for pizza. You and I had some at BotCon this year. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that I would go as far as say great I, love I would it. say it was very it was a very good version of Chicago like, pizza. Like I love uh, we're talking about DR Jonas, right? Yes. Yeah, I love that place, but like I wouldn't say that's world class. No, 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 I wouldn't say that. But I would say like it ain't Domino's. Oh god but, no. Right? But I but I'll also say this. I rec- I recognize there's a tier, clearly a class. There's very clearly a, a class system in, in pizza. But I unironically like Little Caesars when it's fresh. I really like uh, McDonald's uh, new menu. I mean, <laughs> God, I keep wanting to call Bur- uh, Pizza Hut McDonald's. I really like uh, Pizza Hut's new menu. Okay, uh, like, I thought you were just obsessing over McDonald's. I do well, which yeah, I know you like that one too. I yeah, I do. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, like that honey sriracha pizza. Yes, really good. The millennial pizza. The millennial pizzas are good. Hmm. Like they, the- they've said like. Uh, I, I, are they still on the menu? Because I know Pizza Hut has admitted, like, as far as like attracting millennials, that wasn't a success. Well, I'm but, not. I'm not a millennial, so but they attract uh, like a, a late, late stage Gen Xer. Yes, you're right on the fringe of being a millennial. I am right on the fringe. Like, I, I, I claim millennial over Gen X, but yeah, uh, yeah. like if you most most uh, most scales would have me in the Gen X era. Yes, I hear you. Yeah, I am. I am uh, by, by you know the the definition of millennial shifts here and there depending on what you're reading. But I am like I am literally the oldest a millennial can be. So eighty one is like typically when it starts. Yes, it, typically eighty slash eighty one somewhere in there, and so that's uh, more or less me. But I, I certainly don't. I don't feel like I don't feel like I have a lot in common with the eighteen to thirty crowd. At this point, I felt like I have yeah. more in common with the with the eighteen to thirty crowd than the you know Gen Xers personally. Well, that's fair. You know, I'll born, admit that like, too. Yes, born in seventy nine, I feel uh, I don't feel a connection, strong connection to either one. I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. You're your own. Uh, you're your own animal. Well, yeah, I guess so. You know what we are. Sorry to get on another tangent, fellas, but um, I think the people listening to us will will agree. Maybe you guys can. I don't know feel uh, maybe in the same boat. But um, would you say, and this has, this has some, uh, some dietary and food, uh, uh, I guess, uh, this ties into the topic of Get This Game a little bit with stuff like Surge and retro foods and yeah. people now wanting Ecto Cooler to come back. I'm so pissed off I didn't win Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> or Crystal Pepsi could be a thing for a good stretch now. Um, I feel like we're the. I feel like whatever generation we are, um, is the first generation that just lives and breathes nostalgia constantly. Oh my god, it's ridiculous! Like, where is the double decker pizza from Pizza Hut? Like, why doesn't Pizza Hut like relaunch all these weird, like, strange late '80s, early '90s concepts that people remember, but they haven't done in forever? Like double decker pizza. Like that was the dumbest thing ever. Bring it back. People will order it just to have it. That's the way we live now. We just live in nostalgia all the time. Domino's should bring back the Noid. Absolutely. Hey, Little Caesar should bring back the crazy, like, um, 
Nero? giant uh, oh. cardboard sled that they put two pizzas on side by side. I don't remember you like that. I don't remember that. You don't remember that. So so instead of like uh, for for a long stretch, uh, Little Caesars gimmick was instead of like a super cheap pizza, it was a free pizza with every pizza. What? So, so you when you bought a pizza, you always got two pizzas. What? And the way they packaged it was on. Uh, think of it as uh, think of it as two conjoined twins uh, as pizza boxes, but not even boxes. Think of it just as like I guess it would be like um, like an eighteen inch by two foot, two and a half foot long piece of cardboard with two pizzas like laid next to each other. And then wrapped in paper. Wow. And yes. So it looked like a surfboard. So people were walking out with like these giant, like just like I said, like like panels of pizza. And that's how Little Caesars uh, gave you your pizza. It was incredibly cumbersome and like not friendly at all to like getting it home. I guess back then though, in the in the mid eighties and what have you, cars were just wider. Yeah. And so it wasn't the problem it would be today, but they should totally bring that back just for a while because it's so dumb looking and ridiculous. But people would remember that because again, all we do is like live in nostalgia. So, you know, uh, yeah, I, I should look up, uh, I should look up a picture and, uh, tweet that or something. I'm sure people have taken pictures of, of little Caesars, um, back in the day when they did the two, two for one. Yeah. You don't remember that? It was two for one. Nope. And the weirdest part, like I said, was just how they packaged it. They didn't – like like there were pizza boxes back then, but that's not how they did it. They just did it on a big giant cardboard panel. Yeah. Dropping that knowledge, Brian. That's amazing. Yes. It was amazing. Um, and uh, I, I definitely was like obsessed with their pan pizza back when I was like six or seven. Pan pizza I think is the worst thing that's ever been unleashed <laughs> on the world. Their pan pizza was more of like a kind of a Sicilian um, style, like just basically just bread with uh, a very a very bready um, pizza that was more like, um, oh, I don't know, more like bread, not even like pizza. Like I said, more like bread with cheese and tomato on top of it. Very, uh, very different than uh, what most people call pan. But yes, pan, pan for the most part is, is kind of just a greasy disgusting abomination when it comes to fast food pizza yeah this indeed uh brian anything else this week no sir it's good it's good to be back it's good to be back it's good to be back it was nice to uh to dive into a little bit of uh of food news uh this week i in 2016 i guess maybe starting next week i really want to get back into more of the monitoring and making sure that we're helping folks, uh, you know, achieve their goals. I think we we strayed a little bit with that. I think I think it's it's become a little more fun. Uh, yeah. Our conversation has become a little looser and more relaxed. But I want to get back uh, somehow into uh, sort of maintaining and monitoring goals. So let's let's yes. let's think on that. Let's do that. And uh, actually, at this point too, like uh, next week, I won't forget. But um, in case. Uh, in case it does slip my mind, everybody listening can uh, can complain about it after next week's show, or Brian can say, "Hey, you were going to talk about this, and and you didn't." Uh, I do. I am in a good place where I've picked up some some CrossFit style tips for everybody to employ at the gym. If you want to just kind of test yourself a little bit, very very lightly, on CrossFit style workouts, 
I've got uh, a little mini drill for you that you can do um, by yourself next time you're at the gym, and I'll tell you about that next week. You can use that to kind of test yourself and see um, see for yourself kind of what CrossFit is like and what it maybe um, what it maybe feels like on your body. And uh, if you like it, if you like this little drill, I'll tell you about next week. Maybe you should consider CrossFit or something a little bit more um, full body and aerobic versus just lifting uh, heavy plates. So I'll tell you guys about that next week. Awesome. Very cool, John. Yeah. Well, that's it for me. Uh, I guess if you want to, you can go check us out at uh, gettheskinny.org. There you'll find all of our episodes in the archive going back a million years. And, of course, you'll find links to Amazon. So thanks for visiting our website and also following us on Twitter at GTS Podcast. I am personally on Twitter at B. Kilby and John, you are? Uh, I'm that John D. Fantastic. Well, for John, I've been Brian. We will be back next week on Get the Skinny. This has been Get the Skinny. 